KCIM Sports presents the Pizza Ranch Saturday Morning Coaches Show with Sports Director Jeff Blankman. Good Saturday morning and welcome here to the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Jeff Blankman hanging out with you here. Of course, we're going to be talking basketball and wrestling here in just a few minutes. Uh, Andrew Klink of uh, the Kemper Girls Basketball Team. Sean Minan with the Kemper Boys Basketball Team. Katie Cook with the Carroll Girls Basketball Team. Randy Beeson with the Carroll Boys Basketball Team. Tracy Hoffman with the Kemper Girls Wrestling Team. Sam Vanami with the Carroll Girls Wrestling Team. Eric Naga with the Carroll Boys Wrestling Team. Shane Vaughn also with the Kemper Boys Wrestling Team. All scheduled to join us here this morning. We did have a little basketball last night as the Kemper girls and boys both in action. Kemper boys went on the road, beat Kingsley Pearson 74-55. Brock Baden 10 of 15 for me on the three-point line last night finishes with 30 points since a school record for most made three-pointers by an individual in one game with a 10 last night, breaking the record previously held at nine. Carson Candy finished up with 15.7 assists. Tragen Biter, 18.6 rebounds, four assists. And Carter Putney, eight points to go with nine rebounds. Over on the girls' side of things, Kemper jumped up 13-6 in the first quarter but fell behind uh, in the third quarter and ends up losing to Kingsley Pearson last night, 49-42. Kaylee Simons with 10.4 rebounds. Elsa Tiefenthaler, 12 points, with 5 rebounds and 3 steals. Lauren Bell, 4 points, 8 rebounds. And for Annie Glenn, 6 points to go with it, 10 rebounds. Well, step away, take a break. Back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. We'll talk to Andrew Clint coming up next right here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show talking Kemper girls basketball. They've had a very busy week, uh, four games over the last six days. As head coach Andrew Clank joining us in coaches, always appreciate the time. Well, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you having me. You bet. Uh, I know it's a holiday weekend. We're not going to drag you away from the family too long here, Coach. But uh, a win last Saturday over Greene County, 63-21. at 21. And then uh, three really strong teams, two ranked teams and another team that's probably right outside of the rankings uh, to, to close out this week. Say in Albert, a 59-45 loss. Nottoway Valley sounds like you played really well, 61-56 loss. And then uh, KP all the way up at Kingsley Pearson last night, uh, a 49-42 loss, up 13-6. In the first quarter, uh, we mentioned it a couple of times during the broadcast, probably didn't shoot much above 25%. You didn't when I finally got your stats. 28.8% from the field that just couldn't get the basket to go in. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's it's kind of the name of the game sometimes for us that we uh, we struggle putting the ball through the hoop. Um, you know, I thought earlier this week, uh, well, I, let me back up. And, you know, Green County, I thought, we got really good looks. We got high percentage looks around the rim. We got, um, you know, we got inside out, kick out threes. Um, and we, we, you know, we took what was given to us and we took it at a high clip. Um, you know, St. Albert's same kind of story. Uh, we kind of dug ourselves in a hole, but we, we shot ourselves back into the game by getting great looks, by finishing at the rim, you know, not away Valley Thursday night, great competition. Um, you know, for us, it was, we were patient. Uh, we executed um, offensively, and we, you know, and we got great looks. KP, not so much. So I mean, it it's tough when that happens. But three games in a week, or four, in, you know, a matter of six days, you know, it, the grind takes a toll on the body. Yep. And you know, I think that kind of showed tonight. Yeah, a lot of shots off the front of the rim. That usually means tired legs, coaching. I also mm-hmm. think it was part of the reason the the Deuce Kick girl really good, and it seemed like when you guys made the run, I can't remember exactly what it got it down to, but I think it was down to like five or six in the fourth quarter. You felt like you had some momentum, and all of a sudden she just went on a burst and got it back into double digits and got herself to the rim kind of at will. I think part of the reason she, not that she's not a really good player, you saw that on Friday night, but part of the reason I think tired legs were having a hard time staying in front of her too. Yeah, you know, we we talked about, you know, uh, our scout was that she, you know, she can shoot it if you leave her open, but, you know, she wants to get to the rim. And, you know, we we 
we tried to be in front of her. Uh, she's really crafty around the rim. Um, she's got a good spin move. Uh, she's got a good up and under. Uh, she's really crafty, finishing with both hands left and right. And we, yeah, we just kind of we, we we allowed too much to happen too close to the rim um, for her. And she's going to finish when she gets that close. Had just four girls score overall, though, uh, minus the defense on her. Pretty happy with the way the defense played. Um, you know, I was happy with the way that we we rebounded. Um, on the defensive end, uh, we didn't give up many second chance opportunities. Um, I thought we communicated well at times on the defensive end. We really struggled with screens um, away from the ball on the ball. Um, we just didn't we didn't communicate it very well, and we we left ourselves in position to you know be out of out of sorts or you know behind the power, or behind the behind the ball, um, which is not good against a girl like that that can go finish at the rim. So um, we had to scramble a little bit and. It's just that's one area we're going to have to continue to improve. Coach, let's talk the, the Thursday night game real quick. Nottoway Valley, that's a good ball club, um, 61-56. Sounds like had some chances. If that game would have won another two minutes, do you guys get that one? <laughs> you know, uh, if it actually had ended two minutes earlier, okay. we would have liked it. Uh, so, um, you know, we, we battled, and we got great looks. We got some stops. Um, you know, the Davis girl, she's a phenomenal basketball player. Uh, she can shoot it. She can get to the rim. Um, and they run really well through her. Um, they get her the ball in space. They screen for her. They um, get her in some DHL action. And, you know, she, she kind of took over there at the end and took the ball. And that's what great players do is when it's a tight game, they, they, they kind of execute at a high high level. So, you know, we we did what we could. We, we, we came up a little short. Um but, you know, I was really proud of the way that our girls battled. Um, we started off slow, um, kind of came on a little late, and, you know, I thought we played really good basketball for about three and a half quarters. So it's now just trying to piece that all together, you know, against those good teams because the Hawkeye 10 is, is loaded with really good talent. What are you going to take away from the first half? I know not record probably where you want. I got the sense in talking to you guys as coaches before the game and then just kind of watching the girls when they came out of the locker room last night. There's a frustration. There's kind of a an anger. There's kind of a, oh, they know that they're that close. But what do you guys take away? Uh, something very similar to that. Uh, I would say that our um, our mentality is we've got to get better. Um, you know, we're not satisfied, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, if we were satisfied, that'd be a problem, right? And, yep. uh, you know, we, we're we not satisfied as, as a team. We're not satisfied as coaches. Um, and that, and that's just because we're, we're there. We're, we're, we're so close. We just can't quite piece it all together yet. So, you know, Christmas break is a good time to kind of clear the mind and, and reset yourself and, you know, refigure out what we're supposed to do, what our identity is, and, and, and really – fine-tune that so when we do get into you know the second half of the season we're, we're making those changes we're, we're improving on them and you know hopefully by making those changes those close games you know start to begin to favor us um, so that's you know that's our goal is to continue to grow and continue to improve because I mean let's be honest the, the basketball season is a long season yep. so as you are, if, as long as you are constantly getting better that is that is your goal. Coach, what do you do over the break? Uh, how do you give kids time away to, to spend time with family? I think that's important, but also keep them in the gym enough to come out of the second half having made those adjustments and changes that you need and be ready to be better. Yeah, you know, uh, we're going to practice. Uh, we won't probably practice till later next week just because Christmas is on a Monday and kind of throws everything for a loop. And uh, We're going to go up to Webster City on, on Saturday and scrimmage a couple teams. Um and just continue to work on ourselves, um, getting better at the, at the live game situational stuff, getting better at um, the fundamentals. Uh, fundamentals are huge. Um, I can't stress that enough to the girls, and, and they know that. And we're, we're trying to improve on them daily. Um, jump stops, uh, taking care of the ball, being strong with it, having it you know, where it needs to be, um, seeing our teammates, seeing the floor um, a little bit better. And defensively, moving our feet, communicating like crazy. Um, those are just things that we're, we're just going to have to continue to work on, you know, cause we were off till January 5th. We don't play till Atlantic. So we've got, you know, plenty of time to get back in practice and get better. Well, coach, we always enjoy talking to you. Uh, appreciate all the time. 
Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family, uh, and enjoy a little bit of time off. We'll talk to you again in early January. Thanks, Jeff. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. Head coach Andrew Clank again with the uh, Kemper Girls basketball team back with uh, more from the Peter Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. It's time for the Crusader Corner. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Crusader Corner. This week marks the beginning of the Crusaders' Christmas break. With lots of theme days throughout the week like Christmas Hat Day, Ugly Sweater Day, and others, the Crusaders staff and students have been getting deep into the holiday spirit. Also participating in door and tree decorating contests, we have gone full out competitively to celebrate the holidays. Speaking of competition, Thursday afternoon was the CRB's third annual Holiday Games. Gathering in the gym, students had a lot of fun participating in a variety of holiday-themed games and competitions competitions against other students. Planned by the student council, it was a great way to bring students into their break in a fun manner. Some of those games included a Christmas-themed relay race, a sled pull, carrying an ornament on a spoon, Christmas musical chairs, and many others. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to have a happy holidays, and tune in next weekend for your fix of the Crusader Corner. Crusader's Corner is being brought to you by Poet Bioprocessing of Coon Rapids, one of the most efficient ethanol production facilities in the U.S. Tune in each Saturday Morning. Go Crusaders! been joined here on the Peter Ranch Coaches Show by a Kemper Head Boys Basketball Coach, of course, Sean Minahan. They're coming off an impressive 74-55 victory last night up at Kingsley Pearson. Also, absolutely annihilated St. Albert earlier this week, 101-51, beat Atlantic as well, 72-54. Coach, been a busy week, but a good week for you guys if you go into the break with eight straight wins. Yeah, uh, guys have just been playing well. Um, I think you're just starting to see the confidence grow both offensively and defensively. I think defensively is where we've seen our yes. biggest gains. What is it about the defense that, that, that you've been really happy with? Uh, their effort. They just fly around. They keep hustling. And, and uh, you know, they, they with that effort and the hustle, you know, if there's a mistake, if we're just a step off, you know, somebody's there to make up for it and, and take it away. And it's just it's creating a lot creating a lot of havoc out there for the other team and some chaos and just some it creates some sloppy turnovers on on their part just because they're just trying to get move the ball faster than they're comfortable hard for teams sometimes to figure out i think how to defend you guys because you got so many different guys we'll look at last night for example michael kaspavar who had a great night the other night against st albert uh hits just the one bucket that was the three early in the third quarter i thought that was a nice play for you guys to maybe set something up to get him going to start that second half but you got so many different guys that can score Tragen biter last night brock baiting goes off for 30 with 10 three-pointers so defenses can't sag in on you they, they can't go man to man it's hard to defend this team because you got so many weapons yeah, I mean, that's the nice thing. And then our guys are just doing a great job of being consistent um, and, and the ball movement there because they, all of our guys honestly don't care with the exception of at the end of the game last night where they're wanting Brock to get the record. Um, they don't care who shoots it. They just want to create a great shot for our team. You picked up a win against Greene County last Saturday, um, kind of jump-started another week for you guys. Um, what's been so far this first half of the season maybe the most impressive thing? Has it been the defense? Has it been the unselfishness? What has been kind of the most impressive thing for you guys here uh, this first half of the season? Um, I think it's just the defensive intensity that we, we've really um, started to establish. I think the way our guys fly around, um, you know, we're not the biggest guys out there, but um, just through our effort, you know, the way they play for each other. I'd like to, to talk a little bit more, but that's about it. As far as hustle and, and, and just making those extra plays offensively and defensively, it's been, it's been fun to see that growth. Sean, I also want to talk a little bit about Carter Putton. He had to make a transition, kind of more of a wing guy, mm -hmm. but he's moved inside because you guys need him. That athleticism that he has, his jumping ability, gives him an advantage against some guys down there, but he gives you a lot of effort down inside the post. Yeah, I mean, he just, and he's a selfless player. You know, he's out there, um, you know, he doesn't, when the, when the shot opportunity comes, he, he takes it. Uh, but the biggest thing, I think, um, this has just allowed him just to, to follow fall into a role where he's just been more comfortable so this you've really seen him start to flourish this year got to talk a little bit about brock baiting last night 10 threes i kind of joked with him in the post game that i was surprised they were still helping off of him at times during the game because you know as a basketball guy i'm sitting here going i would have never helped off you got to know who's yeah. who's stroking it well and he was last night but uh um, you surprised to see um how well he shot it last night or do you guys see this every day from him in practice 
I, I mean, we've said it all year. We said it last year. He's the best shooter in the state. So um, he, he struggled a little bit early in the year when, with some back injuries, but he's finally starting to get healthy, and you're seeing that. It's, last Saturday he went to 6 for 9, then 7 for 11, and then he went 10 of 15. So uh, you're seeing what a healthy Brock Wading can do. What does this team need to get better at coming out of the break? Uh as good as we run our offense, I think we can still be more consistent and disciplined with it. Um, we Sometimes we still get a little shot happy. As good as, sh as shooters as we are, um, we can get three-point happy. But when we're disciplined and we run our offense and, and trust those actions, we create higher percentage shots both at the rim and the, at the three-point line. And so we don't have to shoot the first shot just because, you know, unless, unless some guy, you know, when Brock's in his mode, then, yeah, we're going to shoot every shot we get. But if we trust our actions, it, whoever it's going to, somebody's going to get a great opportunity. It does seem to be that this team is better um, when you guys are shooting the ball well from the outside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what we're going to have to do. We're, we're an undersized um, group, so um, I don't think we have anybody that plays for us that actually weighs over 170 pounds. So we got to figure out different ways to go out there and compete. Um, you know, defensively, you know, it's it's we're athletic, um, so that helps. So that that creates some turnovers and gets us moving. And then offensively, you know, we can get some good good feel off of that too. What are you guys going to do? How are you going to handle the break? Are you going to have a few days off? Or are you guys going to come right back to work right after Christmas? Uh, to, you have a few days off, uh, and then we'll come back, I think, Thursday next week. Uh, we'll have a two-hour practice, just the varsity guys. Then we're going to go to Gilbert, scrimmage them and South Central Cahoon next Friday, then go Saturday, take Sunday off, because game practice on Sunday, and then we're right back in it for on the first and first thing in the morning. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Congratulations, eight straight. This team looking really, really good right now. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for our cover your coverage all so far this season. You know, hopefully we can keep it rolling and keep building off what, we what we've done so far. You bet. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year as well. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. You bet. Sean Minahan joining us here again on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. We'll be back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up next right here on Kick 106.7. You may be traveling to see family this holiday season and notice they are not able to do some things that they used to be able to do. Hi, this is Nicole Schwering, Director of Home Health and Hospice with St. Anthony Regional Hospital. It's more important now than ever to ask questions about how our loved ones are doing with daily tasks such as cooking, cleaning, or personal hygiene routines. You may notice that medications aren't being taken, significant weight loss or weight gain, changes in their mood or memory, or their inability to bathe themselves safely. These are all signs that they may need some extra support. At St. Anthony Home Health, we are here for you to answer any questions you may have about how to help your loved ones remain in their home. And if they do need extra support, we have nurses, CNAs, physical and occupational therapists that can assist your loved ones. Our staff can provide you with the peace of mind that they are being cared for while remaining in the home that they cherish. Give us a call at St. Anthony Home Health, located within St. Anthony Regional Hospital. Always look to the cross, always St. Anthony. We're back here on the Peach Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. Jeff Blankman talking right now with Carroll Tiger Girls basketball coach Katie Cook. They're coming off a couple of huge road wins over Ballard last Friday that we talked about. And then Tuesday night going down to Bondurant Farrar picking up a hard-fought defensive struggle. 32-27 the win. Coach, congratulations again. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Uh, you and I were talking here during the commercial break. Uh, you know, you guys shot 18.8% from the field and found a way to win a basketball game. Uh, that tells me that you had to have done a lot of things right to, to not be able to get baskets to go in and still find a way to win on the road, especially. Right. Our, our defensive game plan came through in the end. The girls did a great job of executing it. Um, Olivia Rollwetter held their leading scorer to eight points. Uh, she did an incredible job. What was it about the defensive game plan that worked for you guys and, and, and the girls executing it the way they did? Uh, you know, we were just trying to focus on uh, taking away their strengths, um, you know, but whether that's taking away a certain shoulder or a certain hand on defense or um, helping off, you know, a non-shooter, um, just little details like that the girls were able to uh, focus in on and um, and execute. And, and on. <laughs> I, can't believe we came away with the win, um, you know, shooting as poorly as we did. But it's to those girls' credit. They they found a way. You mentioned Olivia holding down the, the Steen Hope girl. Uh, did she have to get some help side on that, or how did you guys do that, and, and what did Olivia do so well? 
Um, we had her jumping to to her left shoulder uh, when she got the ball on the block. So so Olivia did a good job of um, staying with her, not getting you know. There were just some little things we wanted to make sure she couldn't do, and Olivia Olivia um, you know kind of led the the attack that way. We did bring some help sometimes when she was low on the block, but um, yeah, all in all, a team effort. Um, but with Olivia matched up on their best player. Coach, uh, it was a 3-3 game uh, at the end of the first quarter. How long did it take for you guys to score? Oh, we struggled to find a way. Of, you know, we, we got good looks. Um, it seemed like uh, we were patient most of the time, uh, trying to get things to open up against their zone. Um, we just couldn't, for one reason or another, we couldn't finish. Um, so, you know, <laughs> when you look at the scoreboard at the end of the first quarter, and you only have three points. Um, but you're the only tied. thing that can make you feel better is that the other team only has three points. Right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were both having the same issue. What started to click in the second quarter? You put up 13 to go up uh, 16 to 12 at halftime. Right. Um, you know, we, we Caitlin Aiden uh, had 17 of our points. So so she came through clutch for us and and. She ended. I think she ended up with three threes on the night. Um, she's been shooting the ball really well. She was 100% from the free throw line. Um, yeah. So she's, you know, she when the chips are down, she's kind of who we look to. So she had she had a great game. They tied it up at the end of the third quarter. So uh, what was the difference for you guys in the fourth to pick up a, a five point win on the road? Was it Caitlin taking over offensively, or or did somebody step up and make some key plays defensively for you? Both, honestly, we we got some huge stops. We actually went uh, lost the lead in the fourth quarter for for a while. Um, went back and forth. Um, Caitlin ended up hitting a three with about two or three minutes left, and then we were able to just kind of build on that lead. Um, they got in a situation where they had to foul us, and that's that's when Caitlin was able to make her free throws and, and kind of secure the win for us there. Um, having a junior point guard that has been the starting point guard for this her third year now um she understands you know it's nice to have that because she understands the, you know time and score uh when to hold on to the thing you know when we need to move the ball around and burn some clock um so that that has paid off for us in in game situations coach sitting four and four going into the break uh what have you seen from this team? What have you learned from, you know, in a way, besides Caitlin and a little bit of Olivia last year, kind of a, a new character of players for you this season? Yeah, and it's been a fun group. Um, they're a very capable group. Um, and I, we just have, we've all kind of figured out that, that, that they're eager to learn, um, and so we just need to be eager to teach. Uh, so we're just trying to pick one or two things every week that we, something new something new to learn, something new to work on. Um, so we just keep putting one foot in front of the other, and hopefully uh, by February we'll have all our ducks in a row. You're off now till January the 2nd game-wise. You're going to be taking on Boone right after uh, the New Year's holiday break and Christmas break. What do you focus on here to get the girls ready uh, while probably allowing them to, to kind of celebrate some family time as well? Right. I, I don't mind giving them an extra day or two uh, over Christmas break. I I think it helps in the long run. Um, it keeps us fresh when February comes around. Um, and not to mention, these are these are children. I mean, they need some time with their family. They need a break. They need to enjoy uh, their, their holiday as well. Um, we ask a lot of them during the school year, whether it's their teacher or their coach. Um, so it's nice to see them just get some time to themselves and, and enjoy it. Um, and then coming coming back, we've got Boone. I think, you know, before we have four or five practices before we play Boone, and I think we're going to focus on um, just, zone, you know, zone offense, getting more comfortable um, working against the zone. I think that's probably our next, our next piece of the puzzle. Well, Coach, as always, it's fun to catch up with you. Congratulations again on a, a last uh, couple of great weeks here, these last couple of weeks. Uh, happy holidays, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you coming up uh, the first that first week of January. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. You bet. Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls at Basketball team back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. That's coming up next year on KCIM.
Another holiday season is upon us. Mackey Motors appreciates our wonderful and loyal customers who have trusted us for yet another year with all of the services that we have to offer. The holidays are a busy time of year, and we hope that you'll take the time to let us get your vehicle ready to travel. Don't forget to cherish all of the memories that our family and friends bring to us. Merry Christmas and warm wishes for the new year, 2024. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City, MackeyMotors.com. Back here on this Saturday morning on the uh, Pizza Rancher Coaches Show, Jeff Blackman talking Carroll Boys basketball. Randy Beaton right now, the head coach for the Tigers, uh, joining us. A tough week for Carroll, falling in their only game this week on the road at Bondurant for our on Tuesday night. And coach, uh, tell you what, a heck of a rally in the fourth quarter, uh, but it uh, sounded like uh, kind of dug yourself a little bit of a hole early on. They had a huge run there to kind of close out the first quarter, and that kind of set the tone for the early part of the game. Yeah, uh, they got hot and made five threes in the first quarter. And, uh, you know, granted, some of those were off offensive rebounds and uh, hustle plays on their part, so give them credit. And uh, we went toward one point in the last five minutes of the fourth or first quarter, and uh, they, they got hot. So uh gave them 29 points in the, in the first quarter. We only scored nine points, so it's a pretty rough way to start the game. And, uh the second quarter wasn't much better. We only scored nine points ourselves and uh, gave up uh, 12 points. But uh, at the half, they they were up 41 to 18. Uh, another another game where we started off uh, not very good offensively and uh, not very good defensively. So when you put those two together, it makes it for, for a tough game. Coach, I know you're not one to make excuses, but to down a couple of guys, and not that you're just down a couple of guys, but that means you've got other guys playing roles that maybe they don't normally play. How much has that impacted this team the last couple of games? Yeah, uh, you know, you got different guys playing with each other. You know, at practice, uh, we usually have eight or nine guys on different teams, and usually those guys are playing with each other, and. Uh, We've had a couple injuries, and we had some of those guys that aren't usually playing with each other stepping in and playing different positions to fill spots of, of other guys. So uh, it's hard to get in a rhythm offensively. It's hard to run uh, some different things. Uh, so we tried to keep it simple and, and do some things. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes when you do that, it's a lot of freelance, and guys are just trying to go one-on-one and five out, dribble drive, doing things that we don't typically do. So uh that probably contributed to it a little bit uh, on the offensive end but defensively we weren't trying to do anything different than what we do every day at practice so uh you can you can come up with all kinds of excuses but at the end of the day we just weren't very good defensively and uh those are just effort and being consistent and doing the things that you're supposed to do and uh uh, we weren't very good on Tuesday on the defensive end, which usually if you're not very good defensively, uh, offense makes it a little bit tough too. So uh, it was just one of those games that it wasn't our night, and Bondurant played really well and shot the ball really well. They made some shots early on, and when you let teams get comfortable, uh, no matter who you're playing, uh, they feel pretty good about themselves, and uh, they, they continue to shoot the ball well the, the rest of the night, and uh, part of that was we, we didn't do our job in the first quarter to kind of send a message that it was going to be hard to score. So uh, a tough one for us to take before break, but uh, just got to find a way to keep getting a little bit better and hopefully get some guys healthy over break and make some adjustments and do a few things uh, to continue to keep getting better. Coach, is the biggest surprise for you guys the struggle right now defensively the last two games? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, that's usually something we kind of hang our hat on and, Mm -hmm. uh, We've done a pretty good job of switching up our defenses to, to make it tough to let not let teams get comfortable. And uh, we tried that a little bit Tuesday night as well, and it, it didn't matter. They found uh, either got layups off of it or they got some wide-open shots. Uh, so our communication wasn't very good. Uh, our rotations weren't very good. Um, you know, they, they got a couple nice players, and – uh, we knew we wanted to be good on them, but uh, the Bergeron kids still scored 22 points. Uh, that's too many when you know that he's their best player. He had four threes. Uh, Miller kids averaging 15 points. He, he scored 15 points against us. So we got to do a better job of uh, taking care of uh, the other team's better players and, and 
executing a little bit better defensively. And then at the end of the day, you, you just got to be able to get the, the 50-50 balls. You got to be able to get the loose balls. You got to be able to get the rebounds that are in your area. And uh, we didn't do that Tuesday night. And that's why uh, the game wasn't very pretty for, for three quarters. So give our guys credit uh, in the fourth quarter. They battled yes. back and uh, we picked up the pressure a little bit uh, and picked up full court man and, uh, I think all of a sudden that made us guard a little bit better and was a little more aggressive on the defensive end instead of just letting them do whatever they want to do. So uh, I don't think we can technically full court press man to man every game. So we got to find a way to be able to bring that pressure in the half court uh, defense and not let teams get comfortable uh, without thinking that, man, we got to full court press and, and do that. So, uh, but that's what Christmas break is for. I mean, there's a, uh, you know, you get through the first part and you have some time to make a few adjustments and figure out what you need to do to be a little bit better. And once again, at the end of the day, if, if you would have told us that uh, going into Christmas break, we'd be five and two uh, with a bunch of guys that don't have a lot of varsity experience. I Before the season started, I'd probably be pretty happy with five and two. So uh, tough to take losing uh, the last two going into break, but uh, in hindsight, in reality, it's uh, five and two going in the break. It's not the worst thing in the world. So we'll uh, get things straightened out over break and be ready to go uh, against Boone after break. Going to get healthy, hopefully, over the break, Coach. Uh, what will the focus be going into that game January the 2nd against Boone? Yeah, Boone, uh, Boone plays a uh, unorthodox zone uh, in the like a four-one zone where they guard the arc and they trap in the corners and, and try to just make it tough. So we'll have to do a, a good job of taking care of the basketball and uh, defensively uh, they're a little bit limited, but uh, we've shown that limited teams uh, <laughs> uh, can go off as well. I think uh, Bondurant was averaging 52 points a game and we gave up 73 uh, against them. So uh, it's just back to back to the little things, uh, you know, doing the little things defensively and doing a better job executing on the offensive end and not just kind of doing your own thing and going out and trying to get, get your own points and going one-on-one. So uh, we talked about those things after the game on Tuesday. We'll work on being a little bit better uh, on both ends of uh, the floor uh, over break and hopefully we'll be ready to go get guys healthy and, and feeling good about themselves and be ready for after break. Well, Coach, we wish you the uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Appreciate you joining us here today, and I look forward to catching up with you again coming up that first week of January. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to you as well. You bet. Randy Beeson, again, the head boys basketball coach with the uh, Carroll Tigers. We're back with uh, more on the Pete Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Welcome back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Let's talk a little Kemper girls wrestling right now as head coach Tracy Hoffman is joining us. And coach, as always, we appreciate the time. How are you doing today? Good morning. Good, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Happy holidays coming up to you here. Merry Christmas and stuff, and hopefully you'll enjoy the break. Uh, Coach, you guys wrapped up the pre break schedule on monday night you hosted your own tournament if i remember correctly 19 teams uh competed there and you had uh, three other local schools uh for us with audubon carroll and south central calhoun uh again you guys don't have a lot of uh, you know individual numbers so sometimes the team standings not probably uh something that you're mainly focused on so how did you feel like things went for your individuals um we had a really great first round all the girls came in and picked up a win there and then it we had good competition let's just say that we um and this is good practice for us because we're going to see all these girls at our regionals so um yeah we finished strong two of the girls did um two of them got knocked out but it's all learning experience 
you, you mentioned the competition that you're going to see later on this year from these teams. What did the girls take away uh, from this, and what do you think they learned from it? Um, well, I marked down stuff that we needed to work on, and they all, I had them go home that night and write down what they thought they needed to work on, and turns out we all had the same goals that day, the next day at practice, so that's what we'll be working on over Christmas break. That's got to be a pretty good thought as a coach that, uh, you know, they're grasping, uh, you know, what you're wanting from them and, and what they're needing to get better at, the way it sounds. Yes, that we're all on the same page as wonderful thing (laughs) (laughs) coach uh, talk about that competition and you guys getting to host uh, you know that tournament uh, what was it like Uh, what did you take away from being able to host a tournament as well because you guys did last year but not certainly to the size that uh, that you guys had this year yeah um, so well this year I mean we split it up like we did last year but it was JV and varsity a lot of girls Um, the JV numbers weren't as strong but that's because most of them were on the varsity team, which is great. Um, yeah, like I said, all the teams that were there were great competition for us and just makes us know what we have to work on to be better. Sadie Smith uh, finished the highest for you, finishing up in third place. Won her third place match by fall, uh, picking up that pin early in the second period. Uh, how did she wrestle on Monday night? Um, she had a good night. Um, we, the match that she lost that, um, put her into the third place position, uh, was from a Ridgeview girl and that Ridgeview girl usually beats us in the first period and she stuck with her, um, Monday night and we made it all the way to the third period and then we just got caught in a dot and just lost it there. Nice job of bouncing back then to win her third-place match. As you mentioned, uh, two girls placing for you, Kyra Walterman, the senior, uh, finished up in sixth place at 140 pounds and uh, went uh, three and two on the night, uh, but uh, some really nice wins in there. Uh, picked up uh, a win by major decision, a win by fall, and also a hard-fought seven to six victory against a girl from Dennison Slashwig. Uh, that had to have been a tight one. How did that match kind of play out? Oh, yeah, that one was a nail biter. Um, yeah, so she was she was kind of doing good at first in the beginning, and um, we got a couple penalty calls um, called on us. So we that was something that we definitely worked on the next day about how it's you know potentially dangerous and where we have to stop our moves at. But um, yeah, it just came down to the end, and she held her own at the end and didn't get flipped. So she got her. Coach Kyla Wiskus uh, finishes one and two, won her opening round, uh, pinned a girl in 21 seconds. Uh, how quickly did, and, and how did she get in there so quickly? Yeah, she just came in, got her shot in right away and took her down right to her back and it was over. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something that you guys saw that, that she could do or, or what did she pick up on that she felt she could get in there that quick? I don't know. That was something new. Usually she's one to tie up and take a while to take her shots, but she came in really aggressive that night, and, yeah, she just went after that match. And Allie Summerfeld went 2-2 two and two for you on the night, uh, picked up a win in the opening round, uh, and then got a bye, I should say, in that consolation second round. But how's she coming along as this season's gone on? Yeah, um, well, she had a couple meets off, so I feel mm-hmm. like it's just taking a little bit to get her back going again, but... Yeah, she was getting in on her shots that night, too, and just starting to look a little bit better. And I did notice just in general, all of us, I think we all just need a little bit more conditioning, too. So when we make it to those third rounds, you know, that third period that we have the momentum to finish out. Is that going to be the biggest focus then as you guys head into the holiday break and stuff is is, is just more conditioning for the kids right now? Um, yep, more conditionings, And, again, we always – stay on them about when we get in for our shots we have to learn to finish all the way through don't stop because a lot of our um, troubles come when we stop and we get caught right there so yep conditioning and shots I know that uh, some of the coaches given kind of a lengthy break some given doing kind of a shorter break to keep the kids kind of more active uh, how are you guys going to handle the holiday break um so we're going to do an early practice before they go on break on Friday so we'll start Friday morning and then they'll have off and we'll come back already that Tuesday the 26th we have a later practice that night and then we'll just 
stay on with it all week so they don't get much time off (laughs) (laughs) well coach i tell you what i hope you get some rest and the kids do as well Uh, appreciate you joining us here today wish you the best of luck merry christmas happy new year and we look forward to catching up with you again uh, during that first week of january all right sounds good thanks jeff and happy holidays to you all Head coach Tracy Hoffman again with the Kemper Girls at Wrestling Team. We'll be back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show right here on KCIM. Finding a career with some longevity is one of the most important accomplishments you can have in your life. With Collins Aerospace, that's exactly what you can achieve. Going on 32 years, 22 years, 28 years, 21 years. Keeping a career long-term means enjoying what you do. And often, that means doing something that's important and meaningful. The technology keeps getting better every year. It's pretty amazing. We have machines that can do about any angle, any diameter. There's always a challenge. Even after 22 years, I learn something every day. It's not just a trinket. It's something that keeps people in the air. The job is interesting. The work is interesting. It's challenging for the machinists. Our tolerances are very tight. It has to be spot on. But enjoying your job really is all about the people you work with. The interaction with the people here. People are awesome. I enjoy spending the time with the people here. The people here, interacting with the people. We've got a great group of people here. And at Collins Aerospace, it truly is all about the people. I am a CNC programmer. I am a production planner. I'm a DeBerg tech. I'm a machinist. If you want to be a part of something exciting, visit jobs.collinsaerospace.com. Space.com. We're talking uh, Carol Girls Wrestling on this uh, Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Jeff Blankman joined right now by Samantha Vanami, uh, the head coach for the Tigers, as they wrap up the season up until the Christmas break. They'll be off until after the first of the year. Coaches, always appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me. You bet. You guys wrestled uh, two, twice in like a three-day period. You wrestled Saturday <laughs> uh, down at ADM at the Raccoon River Invite, or Raccoon, yeah, Raccoon River Invite, and then uh, Saturday, Monday, uh, you were part of a 19-team tournament that was up at uh, Kemper. So a busy couple of days, uh, you know, to, to end last week and to start this week for you guys. It, yeah, it was last week was super busy between. Um, I think we had. I meet Monday, Thursday, Saturday to turn around and go to Kemper this last Monday. It was, it was a lot for the girls. Um, but, and, you know, you throw in some of them had a dance team in early practice and we've got, uh, DMAC finals and they're feeling it this week for sure, but they, you know, powered through and I just told them to, you know, give me your best. That's all I can ask for. I understand you're tired and, you know, trying to stay on weight and, um, you know, each meet's just a little bit different, but trying to prepare for each one is, can be a lot. And then they they were troopers. They did amazing. Yeah, really good day in a way uh, on Monday night. Alexis finished in sixth for you. Sonny took third. Julia was a fourth. Uh, Brianna Kiger, I think, has been really, really wrestling well for you. Took first place. Uh, Kelsey McCool took uh, sixth place. Uh, you also had uh, Chloe in fourth place. Uh, Isla finished up in sixth place, and Emma Daniels in fifth. So uh, a lot of race wrestlers placing for you uh, on on uh, Monday night. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Bree is a she's just how do I describe Bree. She <laughs> is very in the zone when she's there, and she practices hard. She asks questions she's super flexible too and I think that's how she's able to um, get herself out of some of the predicaments that she sometimes gets into and also able to control her person as well when she's on the bottom you know she's got great leg control and um, able to stretch out of some moves and she's just eager to learn and wants to do well and is always right on point for diet and I really appreciate that Um, as far as the rest of the girls are concerned they They've been, you know, working really hard and also keeping in on track their diet and um, not, like I said before. I know I say it every week, but they yeah. really not. They're not afraid to ask yeah. questions. They want to know how they can improve and if they get put in a situation, you know, how do I get out of this? And they're reviewing their tapes and pointing out what they want to work on. And I could have done this better. And then they actually follow through with that at practice and they work on that. And it's great to see that the drive and the desire for them to do well isn't necessarily coming just from me, but it's coming from them. And who, who did you feel like wrestled well Monday night, even after all of the things last week and being tired that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, placed or didn't even place, uh, but uh, just went out and had a good night for you. I, 
well, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I would say Ava Mankin did really amazing. Um, she has, she's, you know, a freshman this year, first time coming out here wrestling for us. And she's just been every week building that confidence and she's asking good questions. She, you can tell she wants to do it. She's working, you know, at home with dad. She's putting in extra time after practice. She's, um, you know, she's a busy girl, but she's making it all work somehow. And I think it paid off for her on Monday getting two wins and it's super excited about that. Um, and I would say, I think, I think honestly, they all did really well. Yep. Um, but if I had to say that anyone really stuck out, I would say Bree, obviously, and then Ava. Coach, let's bounce back to last Saturday. You guys went to the Raccoon River Invite. This was 11 teams there. Looked like a, a pretty loaded field. Uh, you're wrestling without a couple of your top wrestlers right now. Uh, you finished up in sixth with 109 points, but another really good day. Uh, Sonny McGowan finished a second. Uh, Julia Caney was a champion for you. Brandon Kiger finished up in third place. Kelsey McCool was seventh. Haley Vogel finished in sixth. Uh, you also had uh, Chloe Jones in third, and Isla Nago finishing up in fourth place what stood out for you about the effort that you saw from the girls on Saturday on Saturday um you know they were I would say the morale has kind of maybe been a little bit down if you will just with we had you know both of my Emma's were gone um due to injury and same with Avery and it's just been you know it, it is that part of the family is not there and you know girls are feeling it a little bit and um but they just decided, you know, it's been a long week. We're just going to go out there and we're just going to go have fun. Um, and I I say this every week, but I feel like it finally sunk in that day where it's just go out there and have some fun. I don't care who your competition is. I don't care what you place. If you place, just go out there and do what you do. And at the end of the day, you know, we get to go home at a decent time on a Saturday. You guys get to eat and have a day and a half off, like enjoy it and be proud of the week that you just had because it ha- if that wasn't easy. And everyone was in a good mindset. Everyone was, you know, positive and upbeat. And I, I think they just didn't take themselves as far as the competition mindset. They didn't take it too serious because, you know, they weren't looking at what is this person ranked and what is this per- person's record. It was more, well, I don't care what it is. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do my best and I'm going to surprise them. And it worked. I had that many girls, you know, on the podium and, um, finishing moves and uh, changing ways that they typically do it, and that's all I can ask for. And, Coach, I tell you what, sounds like the break coming at about the perfect time for you guys. A lot of matches here lately, plus with the injuries, it's going to give you guys a chance to get some people healthy. Uh, what are you going to focus on here over the break? So over break, we will still have practice. Um, but there again, we got January coming up, and our January does not slow down by any means. Um, we are going to be hitting the mat hard. Um, I think the second week of January, I think we have one like on the 11th, 12th, 13th, and then the 15th. So, I mean, uh, we're going to just drill a lot, probably a lot of live wrestling, um, get them in the good state of mind, making sure their cardio is up so they have the stamina, um, and just preparing because by the month is going to go by fast for as busy as we are, and then it's regional. And then it's state, and a lot of these teams are, you know, they're no joke, some of these girls, and we're going to meet with them again and just preparing and watching more videos to, um, for when we see them again. Well, Coach, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Appreciate you joining us here today. Enjoy a little bit of time off and, and, and some time with the family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas. You bet. Head Coach Samantha Vanami again with the uh, Carroll Girls Wrestling Team. We'll be back with more of the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up next year on KCIM. Hi, I'm Taya Vanami, Recovery Center Director here at Manning Regional Healthcare Center. The holidays can be difficult for those who are struggling with addiction, so we want to share a few tips of how you can support your loved ones who may be fighting substance abuse. Be a positive role model. Make sure they know they're not being judged. Offer drink alternatives. Talk to them clearly and calmly about your concerns. Have a heart-to-heart mentality. Spend quality time with them. Show empathy. Please call us at 712-655-2300 to learn how to live a healthy lifestyle free from drugs and alcohol. 
We're back here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show on this Saturday morning. We're talking at Carroll Boys Wrestling now as head coach Eric Noggle is joining us and the Tigers coming off a championship third straight at the Carroll Invite this last Saturday, now off until after the first of the year. And coaches, always appreciate you joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks. You bet. I'm sure the last thing you wanted to do is have to get up early on a Saturday morning when you don't have a tournament to come in and talk to me. So thanks for doing that, Coach. Uh, but uh, <laughs> congratulations on that uh, tournament championship last weekend. Uh, had to be happy with how the guys went out and competed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy with that. Anytime we can, anytime you can come out of you know and win a championship and tournament championship you're always happy you know and and i think i'm i'm more happy with the guys that kind of stepped in and played some significant roles with without having some people in there you know having cooper ludwig bow out on the day the day of and and having white snyder jump in there and get fourth place and tanner hide off to jump in not be seated and get fourth place you know that's always there's so many good parts in there kieran coming in and being second there's so many good parts where guys just kind of jumped in and 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 finish above their seeds and finish where higher than what they're supposed to be and, and you know that's always a good good end of the of for the half and and hopefully a good start to the second half of the season. Yeah, absolutely, coach. You guys have been really dominant here in this uh, first half of the season. I'll just run through the placement guys for you on Saturday. Uh, Jake Kincaid finished up in fifth. Uh, Carson Tedro was third. Uh, back at Hagen was second. Levi Dirks finished in second. Kel Nelson was one of your two champions. Uh, Tanner Heidoff finished fourth. As you mentioned, Wyatt Snyder fourth. Owen Clucky, your other champion. Chase Regaler and Kieran Polking both finished in second with Quentin Polking in third. And uh, Jason Avilias, or uh, Jason Avilias, uh, De Leon finishing up in third. Uh, and Gavin Holt, if I forgot to say him as well, finishing up in fifth place. So pretty much everybody that wrestled for you uh, got a placement uh, and scored you guys some pretty good points. Yeah, that you know when you when you get fourteen guys in there to place, you you put yourself in pretty good chances to to win the thing. So no, really happy with how the guys came together, and and their goal was to win it. You know, to win it three years in a row, and. You know, the, for the senior would like to win it four, and I know the next year's group's trying to try to get four in a row, you know, so it's always good to have that. It's always nice to fight for a goal, and everybody's in on it. Anything surprise you? You're usually pretty well versed on what's going to happen ahead of time, but uh, anything surprise you about Saturday? Um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's parts in there kind of that surprised me. I mean, I thought where our seedings was, I thought we could finish higher with some of our guys, but you never know, and, you know, it's always really hard when you get the thing beforehand or, or where everybody's going to be until, you know, the tournament starts and then you start getting some scratches in there. And it seems to be more and more every year we start to get scratches until the next day, you know, someone's sick or somebody doesn't make weight or something like that. And it just seems to be more more and more during that tournament. So I usually have a general idea how everything's going to go. But then, you know, again, it's wrestling and it's high school kids and you, and you never really completely get a full grasp of how things are going to happen or, or what's going to happen or how kids are going to perform. Coach, uh, your two champions, Kel Nelson and, and O.W., you guys call him Owen Clucky. Uh, <laughs> what stood out for you uh, about those two guys and their performances? Uh, first off, Kale wrestled absolute dominant. Kale's been wrestling. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of our hot guys right now. I think he's got a, a loss on the year, maybe I think one or two losses. I can't remember. 15 and enough. two, I think, yeah. I think, but anyway, um, he he wrestled a dominant tournament and came out and did what Kale does. I mean, with Kale's focus, he's focused. He's really tough to beat. But I'm really impressed on how he's wrestling right now, and he's he's got a lot of confidence and he's working on some things. I mean, heck, I think I printed off the sheets the other day for the guys like just their totals, and I think he's got 67 takedowns already. You know, just the first half of the year. I mean, if he does 67 again, I mean, you're talking 130 takedowns that he's got. And he, and he could do more, so that that's always positive and and something that Kale worked on this summer works really really hard and I can't I can't compliment that kid enough. He, wrestling's what he does. Wrestling's what he loves to do, and he puts everything into wrestling and he wants to get better. and And this year he's really really focused and and really determined. So that that that's good to see. And and then Odub, you know, coming out and doing what he does that 57 bracket wherever wherever he goes tournament wise, especially in January. I mean he's I think we go to the Herberg. He's going to face one through five in one A, and every tournament he's going to go to, he's going to have um, ranked kids wherever he's at. But he's wrestling really, really tough and really, really smart right now. And we got to work on some things on his feet to be a little more aggressive than than he 
has been. Got to get back to where he was last year a little bit. Uh, his top and bottom, re- top and bottom wrestling have been really, really good. So I can't say enough about those two. They're they're working hard, kind of the leaders of the team, and 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 set the tone. Coach, uh, we mentioned here a moment ago, just a great start to the season overall for you guys. As we flash back heading into the break. Uh, what do you think has led to the success this year that you guys are having? I mean, it's been steadily building. You guys have been really good now for a, a number of years, but it seems like you've taken it to another level this year. Yeah, I, I, I just think we're finally to the point where the expect the expectations have been set, and these guys are are increasing the practice and in the intensity levels that that we're having. So I just I I don't really know. I think they're just. They're just in it and they're expecting it and and they want it and the younger kids are getting into it too where that you know they're a little bit more dominant and, and the expectations are there and and they're following the leadership of our upperclassmen and and the the crazy thing is these guys really get along with each other that that's the other factor and when you're winning good things are happening you know everybody's happy and and when you get along with each other it makes it better you know so it's not like they they don't like each other they love hanging out with each other they love being around each other and and when winning things happen to work out well and, and and there's the drive in there there's the drive in the practices and, and the and the energy in the room and even even with the, having the girls in the room it, it's it's just a different atmosphere you walk in the room and it's just it's, it's a workman's like mentality and they like to have fun with each other and and the and it's nice to have i, I really can't explain what it is or how it's going and like i said if i i, w- I wish i knew i had the recipe of what it was because i'd never get rid of it I'd, I'd pass it to a lot of people, but I don't know. It's, it's all in these kids. It's nothing we're doing different. I think it's just kind of the consistency of how we've been going things for the last four or five years, six years, seven years, or however it's been that we just, that consistency, they know what's expected. They know how to go about it. They know what we're doing. And we just say, we just try to stay consistent and, 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 and do what we do and where we're good at. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm enjoying it, whatever it is. So, <laughs> Well, Coach, I teased you as we were in the commercial break before we went on the air that uh, no rest for the weary. Uh, hopefully you get some rest over the break. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you in the early part of January, in that first week of January, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I hope to get some rest. I'm sure I won't, but uh, Happy Holidays, <laughs> Merry Christmas, and, and uh, Happy New Year to you. You get some rest, too, because you're, you're burning the midnight oil, too, so. Take a little time for yourself, and I hope everybody takes a little time for their family. And uh, thanks for the support. And as always, go Tigers. You had head coach again, Eric Nago, with the uh, Carroll Boys Wrestling Team. We're back with more from the Peach Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. Get ready for holiday feast season with Pepto-Bismol. Uncle Derek's here with his famous fried turkey. Hey, Aunt Mary brought the mac and cheese. Donna's here with the potato salad. Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief for unexpected stomach upsets. So enjoy the holidays. Pepto has you covered, no matter who made the potato salad. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. We're back here at the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show talking at Kemper Boys Wrestling right now with head coach Shane Vaughn. And coach, appreciate you joining us here today as, as we get headed into the holiday weekend. So thanks for taking some time. Yeah, of course. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's been somewhat of an off week for you guys since the last time we talked last Saturday morning. You did have the tournament Saturday up at uh, Carroll High. Uh, the Carroll Invite took seven wrestlers there. Uh, you guys had a pretty good day, every single one of those wrestlers placing for you as you finished in sixth place uh, with uh, 98 points just behind uh, Boca Anasiri, who had 101 and finished in fifth. So almost a top five uh, team finish, but uh, individually uh, a real good day. I know you had a champion in there in Bryce Whistler. You had a couple of third place finishes, but uh, you know, as again, all seven guys placing uh, no no lower than number six. So overall, a pretty good day in your mind. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, you know, we had some guys that 
are starting to put it together and get some a few things left. We got to clean up still. I'm sure the highlight uh, was Bryce with his championship at at 215. But uh, minus him for a moment, what what other guys stood out for you, or as a team as a whole, what stood out for you that you think went well Saturday? I felt like our mentality was a little bit better, uh, especially early on, where we were coming out and kind of getting it, you know getting our attacks going, getting our shots a little quicker than we had been. So. I was pleased with that kind of development. Um, you know, like I said, there's still plenty of stuff to clean up, but it seems like we're heading in a positive direction mentally. Where have you seen this team grow, do you think, in that positive direction from the beginning of the year to where you guys are headed into the holiday break? I think they're kind of starting to pick up a little bit of confidence in a few areas. Um, you know, guys are starting to kind of believe they belong out there and go out and wrestle like it. You mentioned there's still some areas you want to work on, and that's probably going to be an all-season-long thing. But as you guys head into break, what's the focus going to be on over the holiday break? Uh, getting our tempo up and staying off the two knees. Um, you know, we have too many guys that are kind of taking little breaks here or there, or stopping on knees, and that's where we're giving up points. Um, and so fixing those two situations here going to be huge for us moving forward. What do you attribute to the getting on the two knees to at this point of the year? You know, it's it's a variety of things. Um, some of it's just kind of situational awareness, but some of it get, comes down to trying to take a break, and that can't be happening. That's you know one of the things we talk about is we got to be confident that we can go out and wrestle you know six, seven, eight minutes if needed at a hard pace and up tempo pace without having to stop moving. Is that conditioning, coach? Is that going to be a, a a focus over the break, or do you not think it has anything to do with the conditioning? It's more of a mental thing. It's a little bit of both, um, but I think it's more mental than physical at this point. Um, our guys are in shape. They're able to wrestle hard, and they're just kind of, you know, got to get that through their heads that they can keep going the whole time when they're out there. One of those guys that had to have gone hard all day on Saturday, Bryce Wiskus again mentioned he was the champion, uh, had two matches, won both of them by fall, including a, a championship match that he won in 17 seconds. Uh, how was he able to, to go out and get those two wins and especially kind of dominate a championship match the way he was? Yeah, he's coming out more aggressive. Um, you know, Bryce is, he's wrestling confident. He's coming out looking to get to his attacks right away, looking to kind of put it on people instead of waiting for them to come to him. So he's looking really good so far this year. Jake Earl back in Tate Barrett, another couple of guys that have had really good years for you so far. I think Jake right around 14-3 and three or something like that. Uh, but uh, he finished in third, as did at Tate at 157 and 175, respectively. Uh, how did you feel like the day went for both of those guys? Pretty solid. Um, you know, they both had losses that, you know, looking back, they'd like to rest that match a little differently, but... You know, that's why you wrestle the matches, and so it's something that they're going to look for an opportunity to go out and wrestle those opponents again, hopefully, and try to find a way to flip the script a little bit. Um, but in the matches they won, they looked really good. They looked really clean. Just, you know, a couple mistakes here and there is what, what cost us and kept them out of the finals. But, you know, it's, it's not a bad performance from them either way. Did you like the competition that was there? And not every weight class, I'm sure, loaded. But did it feel like the guys were seeing really good competition Saturday? Yeah, there were some pretty good matches in that tournament. Um, right, right level of competition that you want for this time of year. Owen oh, Neppel, I know, had a, a fourth place finish for you. Sam Rodert finished up in fifth place. Reed Steiger uh, finished in fourth place. And then uh, also uh, Joe Klein uh, finishing in sixth for you guys. What stood out for you about those four gentlemen? You know, just kind of continuing to figure it out. Um, Owen looked really good round one. Uh, had, you know, had some good moments in the semifinals and just, kind of needs to, you know, put it all together a little bit more consistently through the day. Um, but he knows that he's he's working hard to get back to that area. And, you know, like I said, he had his good moments in there. Um, Joe starting to get a little more confidence to him. So that's, that's been really fun to work with. Um, so he, you know, picked up a nice win in there. And then Sager is just figuring it out a little bit more every time out. Um, but he has a lot of, a lot of learning left to do, right? He's pretty green, um, freshman up at heavyweight. So, He's got a long ways to go, but he also has a lot of time to get there. So he's uh, he's going to be one to keep an eye on. Coach, uh, you mentioned that uh, you know you got some things to work on over the break, but it sounds like as well this break came at a good time for you guys. Yeah, it did for sure. Um, just take take a little time to kind of you know focus in on details, but also find a way to get guys healthy and back on the mat where they need to be. 
Coach, uh, what's the plan for you guys over the holiday break? How are you going to get the guys kind of active, but at that same time get them some break time? We'll just kind of, you know, vary it day by day on how, how intense, how up-tempo our practices are going to be while still figuring out ways to work on our technical stuff. Um, we usually do one or two practices that are off the mat, but still pretty good up-tempo workouts, so we'll find a way to work those in as well. Well, Coach, it's always fun to catch up with you. Enjoy the holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, enjoy some time off as well. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you that uh, first week back in January. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Head coach again, Shane Vaughn with the uh, Kemper Boys Wrestling Team. We'll be back with more from the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show here on KCIM. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. That is going to do it for this Saturday morning here on the Pizza Ranch Coaches Show. Again, want to thank Andrew Clink, Sean Minahan, Katie Cook, Randy Beeson, Tracy Hoffman, Sam Vanami, Eric Noggle, Shane Vaughn, and also Deb Danner for joining us all year. Didn't have any events this week, so she'll be back with us coming up. We're going to have our first Pizza Ranch Coaches Show of the new year coming up on January the 6th. We're going to take next weekend off with no sporting events, but we'll be back with another Pizza Ranch Coaches Show coming up for you at January the 6th right here on KCIM. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great weekend.